You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 722. Tar if feathering. the Mac to the Future podcast number 722. Tar, tar if feathering, and that will make so much more sense later or possibly not. It's just kind of the way this all works. Uh, I do not have gas this week, even though it said guy and gas in that thing. I just made that today. And obviously looking at it, it still needs work. <laughs> it still needs work. However, I am here. Uh, let's see. Where is it? There I am. There I am. And there is my my lower third logo. So yay for lower third logos, but I am not here by myself. I am not. I also have Mr. Dave Ginsburg. Dave, how are you doing today, sir? Great. This is uh, a thrill to be back here on uh, my Mac podcast, my Mac podcast here, man. Yeah. Yeah. And your video is, is slowing up a little bit. So, but Oh, nope. Now it's, now it's back to normal again. I have no idea. We were basically before we got started, um, we were, we were desperately, desperately trying to adjust the audio so that I couldn't hear myself, but at the same time hear Dave and then still recorded in GarageBand. And I am proud to say we got it all working. No, we did not get it all working. It is not working, Dave. Is it? So yeah, so it's kind of a typical, typical thing with the, the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're just, we're just trying a little experiment here. Now, Gaz isn't here this week because he is on, he's on walkies with his, his lovely wife. And so he can't be here. Dave, Dave graciously, you know, throwing caution to the wind, decided that he would, <laughs> he would come on the show and, and do the MyMac podcast with me. And I figured, you know what, Dave, in for a penny, in for a pound, I would also broadcast this regardless of the consequences over there on Facebooks. And honestly, this could just go spectacularly wrong before it is all said and done. We don't really know. Now, even though we're, we're kind of doing this now, people who are longtime listeners to the my Mac podcast, you know, that after each one of these segments, we, we take a little break and we, you know, we put it in an ad and, and we've got the music and all the rest of that. Well, we won't be doing that live because I'm not set up to, to do that. Eventually I will work it out so that I've got some of the, some of the other ads for, uh, other podcasts in the, the my Mac podcasting network, uh, where there'll be like a, a little close, a little opening music and a little closing music. And then the ad in between with probably a graphic to the show or something like that, that that'll splash up on the screen and I'll make it so that I can turn off, you know, who, gas gas and my microphones or whoever it is that I have on with me so that at the same time you're hearing about all these other wonderful podcasts that are on the mymac.com podcasting network you won't have to also have to listen to the inane babbling of of gas and myself well mostly me um while we're waiting for the for the ad to end but the whole point is uh number 1 to see if number one, to see if I can do this live and I'm using I'm using Mimo Live, that you know, or yeah, Mimo Live. Uh, yep. We're not using Skype or Discord or anything like that to get David on. We're actually using a service that's built into Mimo Live, and that's from Boink Software. I'll give them a plug: boinks boinks dot uh, uh, .com. Uh, it's this thing that they they have. Let me let me bring it up here on the screen, or you won't be able to see it, but I'll be able to see it. It's called Mimo calls and this goes through Mimo's own servers and you, and it's really easy to use. I mean, basically I just sent you a link. You didn't have to do any kind of setup. Uh, it only works with Chrome though, which I thought was, was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, it, and basically you give you what you had to give Chrome access to your, your camera and microphone for it to work. Right. Yeah, I did. 
Yeah, and then it's Chrome only because it. I mean, I use Firefox as default, and I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get in. Yeah, but it does work. It does. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're we're talking, and there's not a whole lot in the way of delay. Uh, I know that with Skype, there has been issues in the past when Gaz and I have tried to 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 do stuff like this, and it hasn't really worked that well. But you know, the one thing I did want to try because you and I were kind of working on this the other night, just kind of screwing yeah. around with it. And, uh, I was curious to see if I could use another Mimo call session to bring in like a third person or a fourth person or, you know, something along those lines. And I'm, I'm set up for it, mm -hmm. but I don't have, um, uh, another, you know, another person that I was, that I'm going to bring in and, and I'm not going to do it now. Okay. Right. You know, I saying, I, we, we can't yeah, do it now. Yeah, please, please don't, don't volunteer right now. <laughs> Everybody who's watching this live, don't volunteer because we're not going to do it right now. Yeah. Uh, but yes, at some point in the future, maybe uh, next week when things get a little less crazy, we'll see if we can get like three or four people on at the same time because uh, this this program, Mimo Live, almost sounded more like a Boinks TV Mimo Live commercial than the My Mac podcast. Yeah. Uh, but this program does allow me to have four, five, six different video feeds all going at the same time and being broadcast. And I guess it's really uh, the only real limitation would be bandwidth, either on the person that I'm talking to or, I don't know, somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how it works because uh, we're all, I think all of us as podcasters, we're trying to experiment with different things because we're just tired of Skype. It, it just it <sighs> doesn't. And Discord just, and Wire. Discord, yeah, Discord has got its place, but I, I, I don't think, I mean, podcast, a lot of podcasters that we know are using it now and uh, um, it's it's been so so. But uh, the other one I, I think to look at too would be Zoom because um, I, I use that uh, all the time too. So there's, there's, there's a couple other good alternatives out there right now. So. But this is good too. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. We, we played the other night and I was like, wow, this thing is uh, pretty impressive. And yeah. And yeah, the one thing that we weren't able to figure out before we started to record was how I could, you know, hear Dave, not hear myself. And at the same time, record everything onto GarageBand. And I'm sure that right. there is an easy, easy way to do that. I just couldn't figure it out yeah. in the, the short amount of time that we had. And we, I didn't want to spend all day screwing around with the audio. So what I'll do is assuming that we don't have any issues with the recording of this show locally for me, I'll take that local file, strip out the audio and then use that for the, the mymac.com podcast. Now to get, getting, getting away, pushing all that aside, push it away, push it away. It's all done now. <laughs> um, this week is actually going to be kind of cool, Dave, because there cool. is an Apple event. Yeah, I'm, I'm all psyched for it. I got the, I got a podcast coming up with Mike Potter and for Mac Eyes Only, a reaction type episode. We'll miss uh, Gaz and all is, that. Is that why you're wearing the uh, the Mac stock hat? Or uh, yeah, well, no, you were wearing a hat. I said, you know what, I'm going to get a hat. We got we we got to stay consistent. We both See, have hats I, on, you know. I got, and this is actually from uh, last year. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, you should be able to see that. Mac stock 2017. I did get one for this year. I did get, so I have, I have two Mac stock hats now. Yeah, this, this one's this year. Cause I'm, I'm so special. You um, <laughs> I wonder if, um, if Michael do it in some different colors for next year. I don't know how many hats he actually sold. Um, sure he, sure he did. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I certainly bought one. And for, for people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, you've already missed it. Uh, and I've talked about it incessantly on this show on the build up to it. Uh, it was the, the Mac stock expo and conference for 2018 that was held on July 21st and 22nd, I think yeah. something like that okay. in Woodstock, Illinois. Uh, there is going to be a Mac stock 2019. So if you keep an eye on Mac stock conference and expo.com, uh, as we get closer to that event that is still like 10 months away, <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you'll be able to get more information on that. Um, yeah. So there's this Apple event that I'm finally yeah. working my way back around to, to talking yeah, about. So I'm going to throw you off on a tangent there. We're die. <laughs> I, isn't that weird? Isn't it's how often have you ever heard me go off on a tangent? Never, nah, never, never. I know. So, 
uh, Apple event. Uh, of course, we're gonna we're gonna see new iPhones. I think that's pretty much a given. Yeah. Uh, maybe a new watch. Certainly, we'll see a new version of iOS. Uh, at least they'll talk about the new version of iOS. They typically don't really release it until like just before whenever the phones are actually going to be released physically released, not on the announcement day, but when they actually release the phones just prior to that is when they also put out the updates to iOS. And honestly, and because there's always, you know, this time of year, whether it's, it's September, early October, when, when they do these announcements, you've got, of course, the new phones, there's a, potentially probably pr- pretty much a given that there's going to be a new watch. Um, the, the, the other thing that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing is if they're actually going to release a couple of new Macs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is definitely not going to be a Mac event. And it, it, generally in September, they generally don't. Well, not necessarily a Mac event, but they could announce one. It's possible. I mean, there was the rumor about the Mac, the Mac mini pro. I think that, the uh, it was a rumor honestly yeah yeah well and there's really no reason why they couldn't do that i mean thunderbolt is certainly fast enough to handle uh the the bandwidth it's really just a question of beefing up the mac mini to to do some of the things that i guess pros want to do so and and the nice thing about doing it the nice thing with doing it with a mac mini is you're still keeping the small form factor that they kind of established with the 2013 mac pro uh, but the difference is nobody supported the protocols for external cards and all the rest of that, that the 2013 Mac pro was, you know, supposed to utilize, which is why they had it in such a small form factor. But now with Thunderbolt three, and there's already released, you know, card cages and, and, and all the rest of that Thunderbolt three has all the bandwidth you need to do something like that. So you still just have like a little tiny box on your desk and can have, you know, card cages with all the other stuff that, that you want to have someplace else. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but the, the thing is, uh, you know, they haven't, they haven't touched the Mac mini in four years. I mean, they got to do something. I mean, either discontinue it or, or, or come out with a new one. <laughs> something. I'm at that point, you know? And before, and before the end of the year, you know, I mean, I mean, thanks yeah. for the, the iMac pro cause everybody wants to spend $5,000 <laughs> yes, on, right. on a monitor that has a computer attached to it as compared to a computer with a monitor attached to it. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Mac, the Mac mini needs help. And, and frankly, I would love to see like a, a mid range, uh, desktop machine though. I, I doubt we'll ever see it. Yeah. Um, I doubt it. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, I, I, I got to make sure I say this. A shout out is it's it's your birthday today, so happy oh, birthday, yeah, guy! It, you know, <laughs> thank you. I with everything that we've been talking about now, I I'm not going to sit here and pretend like oh I didn't remember it was my birthday, you know, because <laughs> I've been getting birthday wishes on Facebook all day, and of course my family course. begrudgingly said yeah okay happy birthday. <laughs> I get to hang out with you on your birthday. I'm 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 honored. Thank you. Well, I I I'm just glad you were able to come on. Yeah. I love doing this. Yeah. So we, I couldn't, we couldn't do it yesterday. I, I had a lot of stuff going on yesterday, so we couldn't do the show yesterday. So here we are on my birthday yep. recording, recording them. Oh yeah. Bob Wood has, uh, says happy birthday. So does, uh, Steve Donato and, and Adam. And, and I'm sure that this, the, uh, the comment section is going to be filled to the brim with people yeah, saying happy birthday, but yeah. So, um, God, there was something I was going to go say along with that, and it just kind of well, went, went out of my head. Announcements, yeah, the Mac, the Mac Mini. It, it's yeah, yeah. those all the topics. We, I mean, there's going to be so much. I mean, this is a big, this is a big announcement. It really is, and and I, I think a lot of what's going to get discussed is uh, is it's going to be really focused on iPhone and iPad. I mean, I don't know about iPad. It's going to be a, a, really a heavy iPhone. I really think. Yeah, well, iPhone iOS kind of event, which is you iOS, know, yeah, iOS what, what is, we expect iOS 12 is going to get released. That's for sure. And I would, wouldn't be surprised if Mojave is going to go golden master and that'll get released very shortly after this event as well. Which, yeah, which is kind of why I'm, I'm kind of hoping that there'll be some, either some Mac announcements on Wednesday. It would actually, I always hope, but you know, it's, yeah, it's, the, it's just the trend, the trend for this announcement in the fall has always been iOS, iOS, iPhone. Yeah. And the fact that they're talking about possibly three different phones. 
uh, including yeah. uh, you know a, a megalith six point five inch that really should be like on the moon in two thousand one yeah, a space odyssey kind of latest, thing. The latest rumor, uh, actually, I read today on Mac Rumors is uh, now now they're turning back and saying that it's not going to be called the iPhone X or the iPhone XS Max. It's going to go back to the Plus. So that's why you can't trust these rumor sites. Guys. No, and no, gals, you just can't. So yeah, essentially, we, we will find out at Wednesday. That's when you'll Wednesday find out. That's, at that's 10 a.m. California time. Yes. So mark your calendars for whatever time Wednesday, California time is at 10 a.m. is for you. Um, but speaking of drilling, even though we, we weren't speaking of drilling, I got, I went to the dentist on Wednesday. You're going to talk about that (laughs) very, very quickly, very quickly. So I, I, I've been dealing with this thing with my teeth for like a year now. I had two back molars on my lower right side shatter. And so now I'm finally getting to the point where something is actually going to be done about it. And within a couple of weeks, I'll have implants, but this last Wednesday, he uh, had to to make the holes in my jaw in order to to put the implants in. So anyway, Don't go to details. No, I won't. I won't. But I feel like kind of a reverse Jed Clampett. You know, instead of <laughs> instead of drilling for oil and getting rich, oil yeah, they're rich, they're drilling yeah. into my jaw, and my dentist is getting rich. Yes, he is. <laughs> and uh, I, that's that's really all I got. I, uh, should we go on over to the mymac.com recent articles? Yes, we should. Oh, hold on. John Kreisler says, happy anniversary of my 21st birthday. (laughs) Yeah, well, that was only like five years ago. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I still get carded every single time I uh, go into a bar and ask for an alcoholic beverage. I do. That's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, Tech Fan 363 Crickets. (laughs) I love this. Tim could not do a Tech Fan. Because he had like a Godzilla-sized cricket in his house, making oh, all kinds of noise, and that would have that been an interesting podcast. The way David was describing, I, and I don't know if you've listened to this one yet. Um, Dave was basically saying that that any time Tim would go to look for the cricket, the cricket would stop making noise, so he couldn't find him. But the moment he would go back to his desk and sit down, and they would get ready to record, ee, 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 ee. so yeah, it wasn't going to work. So Tim has suffered a house invasion of the Jiminy kind. So David talks solo about old Nokia phones and the new Microsoft Surface Go. So go on over, get TechFan363 and listen. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I'll let you finish that one. I'm done. It, you got the next oh, oh. one. Man, second time doing this, I forget this. <laughs> Uh, the the uh, the essential Apple podcast number one hundred three. Uh, uh, take control with Joe Kiesel. Joe's a great guy. Uh, this is uh, this week. He was joined by co-host uh, Nick Riley and and the guest Joe, Joe Kiesel of the Take Control Books uh, fame. As they as ever, we try to avoid as all the pre twelve September event rumors and speculate. And they spelled rumors wrong. Uh, that that's an English thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speculate and focus on things that happened this week, including an Apple autonomous test car getting rear-ended. So, mm. whoops! Apple buying an AR glasses lens company, and women demanding that the fitness apps and products have a pregnancy mode. That should be a good. That's- how the hell does that even work? How how would the phone know, or how would these apps know if you, maybe maybe whether you were pregnant in? or not? you know either oh. uh, okay you know i i can't even go there i don't even uh, I, I don't even know how one. to get there okay <laughs> so uh the next one is storyteller five shoulder comp that uh, storyteller five storyteller five shoulder camera compact bag this is a by nam segri this is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. I don't blame you one bit, Sam. <laughs> Not one bit. The Storyteller 5 is a compact camera case that features many of the well-designed characteristics found in Think Tank's larger high-end packs. Photographers won't be able to carry all the equipment they need for a complicated shoot with this small pack, so it's perfect for casual travel and hardy for walk-around 
street shooting. Hmm. Go on over. Check out that review by Sam Negri. All right. And then the next show is geekiest show ever. And, and, uh, that was episode 292 gather around the photo book. We start off having Mike and Lisa laminate, uh, laminate the end of the summer and then move on to laminating the end no, of the apple. Lamenting. Lamenting. lamenting? Oh, yeah. Okay. Bad English, right? <laughs> yeah. Laminating is like, okay, we're going to yeah, take lamenting. summer and lamenting. cover it in plastic. Yeah. When I don't know we're reading this, I have to read through this stuff here. <laughs> So uh, Mike and Elisa lamented the end of the summer. Then they moved on to lamenting the end of Apple printing service. They discussed some possible alternatives and experiences with other services. Yes. Uh, the photo, the photo service is gone. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Who, who was on that podcast? It was Mike and Elisa. I guess. You say the belly and I, say the belly. I forgot to do that. I'm yeah. so, so sorry. I should be ashamed of myself. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last one for this week is let's talk Apple number 60. And I really wanted to be on this show, but I couldn't for August of 2018. Joining Bart this month was Adam Christensen from the Mac cast, Mark Chappell from the essential Apple podcast and Allison Sheridan from the no cast. because it's the so-called silly season in news. The show has a bit of an unusual format, which it basically happens every time I'm on that show. The show starts off with the usual follow-ups, a few notable numbers, and then some Apple HR news. The first main story is not a single story, but a medley of medium-sized stories. The second one is Apple's censorship of conspiracy theorist Alec Jones and his Infowar publication. And the final story is the end of Back to My Mac, which I think we talked about. Was it you and me that talked about that? Okay. The show finishes with a quick roundup of some other smaller stories that made the news in August. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I think we're going, yeah, we're going to talk about the whole InfoWars thing in the next section. So we won't go into okay. that right now. Nope. Um, Dave, we're about to end this segment. So if people right. wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Well, they can listen to me on In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. And I'm also available on Twitter at DaveG65. Yeah, and I'll show that right there. Hooray! Uh, if you want to get a hold of, actually, if you want to get a hold of Gaz, you can send him an email, gaz at mymac.com. You can also reach him on the Twitters where he is uh, Gazmaz. And, uh, of course, he is the the usual the usual host or uh, blah, 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 host of the mymac.com podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of me, uh, it's ever, ever, ever so simple. All you have to do is send an email to guy at mymac.com, probably, or send me a tweet on the Twitters where my handle there is Mac Pettit. And if you would like to write, <laughs> because after, after this wonderful rendition of all the stories that we had on the mymac.com website, why wouldn't you want to write for mymac.com? Well, yeah. if you'd want to, all you have to do is get a hold of Mr. John Nemo and his email address is Nemo at mymac.com. You can also reach us. Uh, if you, if you want to call the show, you can call the show 703-436-9501 over there on the Skypes, uh, one or plus one outside of the United States, unless you do it directly from the Skype app, in which case it's just 703-436-9501. Hey, <laughs> Hey, da, 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 da. Hey, uh, Dave, would you please, please get us out of this segment? All right, let's go on to this first break. Oh, you don't remember? You don't oh, remember how to, the whole, s- the notes. uh, well, yeah, but it, it it's a given. It's, it's kind of a given. Oh, so everyone, no. please. Only my second time. Only my, <laughs> all right, I, okay. Now I remember. All right. Okay. Everybody, please stand by. Two. Two. Stand by. Stand by. And. And. We'll be. We'll be back. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it. <laughs> it's, as, it's as easy as falling off a bicycle. It is. What? So, yeah. Amazon. Google. Apple. Android. iOS. Alexa. Siri. Technology sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever, every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network.
listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast probably won't cure male pattern baldness, but can you afford to take that chance? And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Dave is still here, probably against his better judgment, based on some of the comments that uh, that I just made while we were in our break. Yeah, yeah, yeah not it was not yeah. a good comment. Um, got a couple things real quick to talk about here. We already talked about the the upcoming Apple event, so there's no reason to to harp on that anymore. No. Uh, the EU clears Apple's app acquisition of Shazam. Did you even did you know that Apple had bought Shazam? I did. Yes. They, uh, there was a, gosh, I think it's almost a year ago now. So it's, yeah. That's how long it took to, to get the EU to finally approve it. Yeah. And, uh, despite concerns by member nations, the EU has cleared Apple's purchase of the UK based. I didn't realize that was UK based Shazam yeah. app. Some members felt it would give Apple, uh, information about some of their rivals that I guess they were, they were concerned about that. Um, frankly, at this point, since there's been, you know, I mean, really there's been a steady decline, I think in the purchase of music online and more along the lines of people are just streaming. streaming. So they're getting, you know, they're getting subscriptions to, uh, Apple music or, uh, Spotify or, or Google music or, you know, whatever you're your particular streaming service of choice that you prefer is. And, you know, I, you know, it's weird. I've got like a whole huge collection of CDs and albums. I actually have music for, for people that are like under the age of 30, you may not understand this. So, you know, if, if I go over your head, let me know. Don't They're talk used about to- eight tracks. <laughs> oh yeah, eight tracks. Oh, I wasn't even. Gonna- How about quad? Did yeah, you ever see or, quad eight tracks? Real to real. Yeah, real to real. There used to be these things. They were made out of plastic and vinyl, and you yeah, would you would take these things. They were like about this big. They would spin at thirty three and one third RPM, so revolutions per minute, and you would take this this pointy little thing and stick it on it, and music would come out of these speakers crazy i know it's nuts but that's the way we used to listen to music and then in 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 the 70s you know dave there in the 70s i I had a really good time (laughs) i used to i used to sit there in my car and i had this thing it was called an eight track yeah yeah and it would just just it it was i can't rewind it i gotta go to track two it was, it was, it was mostly created to gum itself up after about 10 plays. And then you couldn't People leave them in their cars. They're yeah. all melted. I know. I know. And then you would, you, you'd hear like this weird sound you'd put the eight track in and you'd be kind of jamming. And also you hear this beep, beep, this like weird yeah. sound coming from it. And you'd go to pull the tape out and there would still be tape. The tape. That was coming, coming out of the player. Uh, I had a buddy. He had a, uh, it was a 72 Mustang Mach 1, really beautiful car. And he had what was a, he had a quadraphonic eight track play. It could also I play love, the stereo eight tracks, but I love that, the terminology for the seventies. That was it. No, that was a real thing. It was, it was, so you had basically on an eight track player, you had four stereo tracks, hence the name eight tracks. So yep. you would, as you were listening, it would kind of jump from, uh, track one stereo to track two stereo to track three stereo and so on and so forth. But what the quad a track would do, it would take tracks one and three and play them at the same time and tracks two and four and play those at the same time, which really made for a very interesting time. If you didn't hit the, the stereo button on your quad player and just put in an a track player, a regular a track tape, so you would hear like two different songs playing at the same time. And you'd be like, what is it? So he, and he had, um, pr- was probably one of the best live albums ever. Uh, Led Zeppelin song remains yeah. the same. Fantastic yeah. live album. But he had that on a, on a quad, a track tape. And he had to keep buying it because the, the player kept eating the tape and he would go out and <laughs> buy another one just because. <sighs> 
but it sounded so good. And cause he had, he had really good speakers and he had a, an equalizer in the car and he, he had actually written down the settings, you know, where to stick each one of the little pins on the equalizer for the, the best settings in his opinion for each one of the songs on Led Zeppelin's song remains the same on that eight track. So we were driving down the road, you know, he's doing, he's in a Mustang. So we're doing like, you know, yeah. a, a gazillion miles an hour. Yeah. And all of a sudden one song ends, he's like, Oh, hold on a second. I got to change all the, all the equalizer settings. And I'm just watching cars flying at us all over the place. But yeah, it, it, it sounded really good, but people, obviously that, that didn't last for very long. Not many, very, yeah. not very many people bought eight tracks and very, and even fewer yeah, people yeah. bought quad eight tracks. It died. Yeah, and then there were cassettes were a thing for a while, and oh, but I loved cassettes when yeah. they were at that time. So I mean, they, they were great until CDs came along. And yeah, so I've got a huge CD collection. I haven't I listened to any myself. of them in a very, very long. Well, did you rip any of them into iTunes? Oh, always. <laughs> yeah, I did the same. I, I, I'm I'm going back Napster days. You know, we got got a yeah. collection. Shh, <laughs> yeah, we do. We don't knows. talk about Napster. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, with the, with, with the with Shazam, I think one of the coolest things that they did is, uh, they uh were, did we, were we talking about Shazam? We were talking about it. And I, I got to <laughs> get back on track ago. here. Oh, good luck. <laughs> uh, Shazam, uh, they have an integrated feature now. So when you go and listen to a song with it and it picks it up, it'll automatically create a playlist for you in, in, in your, in your Apple music or iTunes. So oh, nice. you can go back and listen to them. So you didn't have that integration before. Whereas, uh, when, when, when Shazam was on its own, you know, it was a separate service completely. So I like that. I mean, I think it's got some great, great features to it now more than ever because, you know, Shazam was the de facto app, you know, when the iPhone first came out, I mean, everybody's like, I, what song is this? And wanted to put up their phone and listen to what the song was. Cause it was, was so cool at that time. And yeah. it's cool now. I mean, just, I mean, now with everything we ask of all of our smart devices now, it's uh it's easy peasy, but yeah, but the, I'm, I'm glad Apple bought them. I think it's, it's going to be a nice, it is a nice fit for, for the, what they're doing. Well, do you think uh, actually purchasing music will ever make a comeback, or do you think those days are in the rearview mirror? I think it's getting close to the to the rearview mirror at this point. I would not be at all surprised that all of a sudden Apple stops selling music altogether, and all they do is um, and and all they do is um, uh, stream, stream, streaming, and, and, and you can well, you know how stuff. how that would work. You could um, if you still wanted to purchase it instead of having like a, a dedicated music portal in iTunes, it would just be, it would just be an Apple music app. And as you listen to music, if there's a song that you actually want to purchase, you know, you say, Hey Siri, I want to buy this song or, or, you know, however they would integrate it. Don't say that. I know. Oh, Hey, Apple intelligent thing. That that person, that person, Uh, I want to buy, I want to buy this song that I am listening to right now, blah, 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 blah. And it would in turn, uh, go to your Mac via, you know, the magic of iCloud. And, uh, the next time that you would log on to your Mac, a little po- notification pops up and says, uh, you've told us you, you want to buy, you know, this song by Britney Simspears and you would hit the okay <laughs> button and pff, yeah. you would have that song. Right. Well, I mean, and, uh, and again, Siri does a lot of, a lot of this stuff too. It did, you know, when, when you can, you talk to your devices now, but, I think Shazam's just going to be a nice compliment to what Siri does, and that's what that what's that's what Apple's trying to do is they're trying to make things uh, better with 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 voice activation. Yeah, I mean, then, and then this was just an added bonus. Well, I mean the the whole the whole thing with Apple right now, and, and there's already some speculation on it, is whether or not they're going to bundle all of these services together into one big mega service and not just, not just music and not just podcasts and not just books and magazines, but movies and TV shows and everything else. So you'll spend, and Gaz and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but you'll spend however much, let's just say it's $50 a month, but for that $50 a month, you get everything, everything that's in iTunes, everything that's in iBooks, everything that's that Apple has available to it through all of the partnerships that they have with all these other companies. So, yeah, so there's that. Um, let's move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, Apple bans the InfoWars app from the, the app store. Now, one of the last mainstream places fans of Alex Jones InfoWar platform, uh, has shut him down. Apple has removed the info InfoWar app from the app store saying it violated Apple's policies 
policies that I gotta take a deep breath here. <gasps> Defamatory, discriminatory, discriminatory, or mean-spirited content, including references or comment commentary about religion, race, sexual orientation, gender, national, ethnic origin, and or other targeted groups, particularly if the app is likely to humiliate, intimidate, or place a targeted individual or group yeah. in harm's way. <sighs> okay, there, one big long sentence. Uh, yeah, there's there's no doubt. You know, Alex Jones certainly wore his for lack of a better term, heart on his sleeve as far as his politics goes. And there's a lot of people, you know, including myself that, that don't really like the things that, that someone like him says. Uh, and he has been kind of under the, under the gun with so many different platforms starting to, to, to ban him. And remember, this doesn't mean that he's not posting content. It simply means that, that all of these platforms, and we're talking Facebook and Twitter, now Twitter, um, uh, Apple removed his podcast links quite some time ago, right. and now his, the application itself is gone. Uh, I think one of the few places that's left is uh, Google Play. I think it's still in the Google Play Store as of <laughs> the recording of this particular podcast. Who, who's on Google Play? Come on. <laughs> well, I'm... <laughs> You know, the, and the, the whole thing is I'm very, very uncomfortable with shutting down speech, whether it's, no, I agree with you whether that. it's, it's speech that is positive or speech that is negative. Um, you know, you could, you could look at, at this podcast. I'm sure there's lots of people that would love to shut this podcast down. Probably <laughs> many people that listen to it would like to shut this podcast down, <laughs> but you know, it, it's the, the, and this isn't, this isn't a first net, you know, let me make this clear. This isn't a first amendment or free no. speech thing because that has nothing to do with iTunes. It has nothing to do with Twitter. It has nothing to do with Facebook or any of the other platforms that have, that has removed Alex Jones and the info and info war from their platforms. And let me, let me, let me make that very specific, their platforms, Apple, Facebook, all of these, all of these various social media platforms that, that you can get links to content and all the rest of that. They aren't hosting the content. The content is hosted someplace else. They're just providing a link to right. it. So, you know, all of the stuff that Alex Jones has put out is still out there. It's just, you can't get to it from, uh, an application that you can get from, uh, the, the, the Apple iOS app store or now from Twitter or Facebook or, or some of the other right. social media groups. I mean, it's, that's the, that's the prominent place to listen to podcasts is, is Apple. I mean, let's yeah. face it. So yeah. They really, they really hit them, hit, hit them right at the, at the core. So, but well, no, I it, agree, it, I agree it actually kind of depends because a lot of the people that actually listen to content from Alex Jones, I get the feeling most of them probably aren't using iPhones. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Yeah. I just, that's just the feeling that I get. Uh, and that's not to say that people who own iPhones wouldn't listen to, uh, Alex Jones or Infowar or have inclinations toward that type of politic. Um, just, j you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go any, any further. With, no, I'm, with not, like said, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm not a big, I'm not big talking politics. It's, it's just, yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, I, there are, there, I, I do go on the side of, yeah, free speech is free speech. That's how right. it should be in, in, in this, in this country. And, um, but stuff, stuff he did is just, was just. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's way, it's way over the top. Way over the top. I mean, but it, however, it, in regards to free speech in the first amendment, remember that those don't apply to places where you work. It doesn't apply to. Uh, social media, it doesn't apply to anything other than you cannot be prosecuted by the U S government or local governments right. for content that you produce, regardless of what it says, regardless of its intent, other than if it's, it fails the, you know, yelling fire in a crowded theater kind right. of, kind of test. You can't do that is illegal. 
But as far as, you know, you want to hate on a bunch of people for whatever stupid reason that you want to hate on people, that's, that's entirely on you. But the government can't prosecute you for it. So the fact that, that Twitter has removed it, that Apple has removed it, that Facebook has removed it, it's not a free speech or First Amendment issue. Right. Don't couch your argument against it in that way, or you just sound stupid. Yep. Okay? Oh, so okay. we're going to move on. Let's move on. We're going to move back on. into tech. <laughs> yeah. So this is, do we have any comments on this? Let's see. Will they demand everyone except a round earth and force that down our throats? Well, Adam, um, uh, I don't think so. I think that if you want to believe in a flat earth, believe in a flat earth, you know, I mean, all evidence to the contrary, that's fine. Um, I think, uh, I don't think we have anything else to say about that. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, so we are. I keep saying we're going to move on, and then we don't. So here we are, moving on. Uh, Mac Mac app Adware doctors seal see, uh, Mac app. Boy, this is a really tough one to say. Mac app Adware doctor secretly stealing browser info. Now there's a paid app, or was a paid app. In the Mac app store, AdWord Doctor, gone. That, gone now, that was supposed to keep your Mac clean of malware and other nasties. Unfortunately, it was also apparently helping itself to your data and sending it to China. Uh, and the weird thing was, Dave, that AdWord Doctor, uh, up until the time of its removal, was the number four paid app and the number one paid utility app Surprise. in the app store. But in why did, why did people get so scared about this stuff? It doesn't happen on a Mac as frequently as it does on a PC. AdWare doctor. I've never recommended any of that stuff. It, it just, no. it's, just gar- it's garbage. It's absolute garbage. Even the- malware bites and malware bites is another app that's out there. And yeah, that's it's free. Okay. It's free, but it's uh, every time I've run, I, just, I have yet to find anything on any of my Macs. Actually, you know what? I take that back. There was a service. God, this was years and years ago called Genio. That supposedly built a, uh, on your browser, anytime you'd open up your main browser, it would, it would have this like magazine style format of stuff that you said, oh, I want to find out about this and I want to find out about that. But apparently it was also malware. It was, it was, you know, looking at other stuff on your system that it wasn't supposed to. And so, and it was really, really tough to remove. Whereas services like Hazel and, um, I love Hazel. Uh, malware bites and things like that would, would dig deep into the various sections where they would drop this stuff, find it and remove it. But ever since then I have yet, every single time I've run malware bites, I have yet to find anything. Yeah. It's just on a Mac. It's pointless. It really is. I mean, I don't run antivirus on it. On it. I just don't, I just don't run these services. If you have a problem, no. then you, you grab it and, and, and go. I mean, there's, there's plenty of stuff out there that can check things and, and this, yeah. I can go on, but well, there's, I mean, there in, I'm, since, glad, I'm glad it's gone. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But, but since the advent of OS 10 there, the, to my knowledge, there has not been an actual virus. And it, if you don't some... know the difference between a virus and malware, then look it up. But as yeah. far as I know, there has not been an actual virus that has affected, uh, if you're running the latest version of OS 10 and yep. maybe I'm wrong, but I have, I haven't seen anything. Certainly no, malware. I mean, there's, there's few things here and there, uh, in the wild, but nothing anywhere prominent as, as it is with windows. Yeah. And, uh, I think, uh, I think that's it yeah. for this section. So, uh, I'm going to get us out of here. What do you think? Do it. All right. I'll learn from the best. <laughs> So everybody, stand by to stand by, and we will be right back. Ah, I said that without going into a French accent. Hello everybody, this is Simon Parnell, the host of the Essential Apple Podcast a show where we aim to take a wander around the week's news in Apple, news, reviews, technology, security, and anything else that catches our eye. 
Plus, from time to time, we like to have guests from the industry who we get to tell us about their products, their services, their history, their philosophies, what uh, drives them, and of course, just what makes them tick. That, plus a bunch of friends talking about the news in Apple. What more could you possibly want? Check us out on the My Mac podcasting network or over at essentialapple.com or now available on Spotify and SoundCloud. Nothing down and 100% return on investment. The G-Men on the mymac.com podcast. And welcome back everyone to the MyMac dot com podcast boy this has been a great show dave would yeah, you really would, has. would you nod your head at the fact that this has been a great show see hit it guys tip guys tip well guys tip it's time for gassy's tip or guys tip uh now how many times have you come home drunk and realized that that you can't connect your iphone to your local Wi-Fi network or your, your Mac to your local Wi-Fi network for whatever reason. And you just can't remember how to do it because you're drunk. Well, I'm here to help you using, and I don't know if you'd be able to do this while drunk, but using keychain access to find Wi-Fi passwords. If you've forgotten the password to a Wi-Fi network, you can use keychain access to figure out what it is. Open the Keychain Access app and then choose System to see all the saved passwords for the Wi-Fi networks you've connected to. Select one, click on Show Password, enter your account credentials, and the info will be shown there in plain text. You can access all your saved logins and passwords in Keychain Access if needed. Yeah, and do that when you're, when you're drunk. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, that might be tough. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Uh, would you nod your head at that? I yeah, am. yeah, you I are. Hit it. That's the end of Gazzy's Tips. Guys tip while drunk. Guys tip while drunk. Gazzy's Tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Ding! There we go, and off guy goes, but he's not drunk. I don't drink. I actually don't really drink yeah, that I, much. I, I, I've been with you many times. I never, you didn't drink. <sighs> But sometimes I do feel like, I feel like a drink right now, as a matter of fact. And maybe when, once we're off, uh, I've got some really, really nice, uh, bourbon that I received as a gift, uh, not long ago. It wasn't for my birthday. It was for some, uh, somebody made a, a, a trip. Oh, my wife, my wife went, made a trip to this particular place and they made their own bourbon there and she had a tour of the place. And she brought me back a, a a nice bottle of bourbon, so I will I will probably uh, give nice. myself a shot of bourbon once we're uh, we're done recording here. Isn't that fascinating? It is very fascinating. Yeah, don't and you then have a pick you have a pick, don't you? I do, but first, you know, you know what I feel like. Actually, I can't find my cursor. There it is. When I have bourbon, this is what you hear in my head. That's what you hear. So, my pick, which is certainly not Adware Doctor. Uh, Rogue Amoeba's oh. Loopback, uh, which every single Mac podcaster should have in your tool bag, is such oh, a great right. program. $99. You can also get uh, both Loopback and Audio Hijack in a bundle for about $130, oh, awesome which will save you 30 Both of these, if you're a, a podcaster and you, you podcast from a Mac, you should have both Loopback, especially Loopback, and uh, Audio Hijack. These are two fantastic programs that uh, that I would not be able to do this podcast without. And so, and you know, at the end of listening to this podcast, you can blame Rogue Amoeba. It's their fault. <laughs> right. Their fault. What about you, there, Mister Dave? Yeah, I had, a, I had an interesting tip I wanted to throw out there that I actually posted out on the Mac of the Futures uh, site uh, a while ago, but I wanted to share it with your listeners. Um, cool. I was dealing with a crazy issue with my MacBook Pro uh, 2017. That was pretty relatively new machine here. I was losing space on my solid state drive. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? I have a you know 512 gig solid state drive, and it was going down to 95 gigs. I'm like, I wow. don't have anything on this machine. What is going on here? Well, 
I didn't remember that I'm also using Carbon Copy Cloner, which I think many of our, your listeners here use. Yes. It's a, it's a great application to clone your drive and, and, and restore it. Uh, I know you, you had discussion before about the, the, the debate whether it should, shouldn't be used. I, I completely am against that. I, I think this is a great program. Everybody should be using it. So all of a sudden, I'm, I'm looking and, and not realizing until actually I did a lot of research. I, I mean, I got it to a point where I had Apple engineers that were going to be looking at my machine to understand why this is happening. I mean, it was that insane because I couldn't figure it out. Finally, just a simple Google search, realizing that Carbon Copy Cloner had added a new feature called Snapshots. And what that does is it, uh, it kind of like us, time machine almost. Yeah. Like time machine. It's it, 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 with the new, with the advent of APFS, the new file system now that's on, uh, on high Sierra and higher. Um, it, it do, takes advantage of that. So it does snapshots of the, of, of your machine that frozes, freezes it in time. So you have all these snapshots. So I'm looking through on Chrome, carbon copy chlorine. I'm seeing all this stuff. I'm like, what the heck? Why is it saving all this stuff on my solid state drive? Sure enough. That's what it was. Um, so I deleted all of the of, all of the snapshots, and while I've I, re, I regained 300 gigabytes of space. Crazy! Absolutely it is crazy. crazy. So so I mean, how, how to go from 96 to 317 in a matter of minutes? Uh, but that was you what must what it was. Learn what you have <laughs> <laughs> so assuming you'll put this in the show notes, I have a link to oh, the yeah. video, uh, 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 a link to the video and a screenshot of, of Carbon Copy Color where to turn it off if you don't want to use snapshots. And uh, it, they actually explain what why it's doing it and what it's sharing. So, uh, but uh, yeah, be, be on the lookout for that if you are using Carpet County Clover because you'll you'll run out of this lead. And I think like I, I think that's the default too. It is defaulted. Yeah, that's why I didn't yeah. know because it was turned on. Like you know, again, you know, we we're always upgrading programs. I'm like that all the time. I'm always upgrading right. stuff, and I don't I don't really think about. I should look closer a lot of times when you upgrade programs. Uh, yeah, but I mean, seriously, how do you go through? all the different settings, all the different preferences of every single program. I mean, really we're at the stage now or, you know, a lot of of the applications that I have other than things like the subscription to Microsoft office and and things along those lines are things that we've gotten through the Mac app store. So you get that little, you get that little notification, bing, you have some kind of update. So what do you do? You, you, you you just say, yeah, you update it and you don't even think about it. And then it, you know, the, the notification goes away and, and you're happy. Uh, unfortunately, or, or the, the next time you start a program, it comes and says, Hey, you're on 4.1.7. You need to get 4.1.7.6. And you're like, Oh, okay. So you hit the click the okay button. And then the next thing you know, you know, you're, you're sending all your stuff to China for some odd reason, but yeah. So, you know, you, it's almost impossible to look at all of the different stuff that each program that gets updated uh, you, you, you can't keep track of it. And even if they tell you what it is, number one, you have to assume that, that they're not lying or, you know, not excluding certain things that, that you may yeah. want to know. And number two, half the time they say, well, we, we fixed the thing in library slash application support slash this slash, 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 slash. Uh, and we changed the bit from a one to a zero. Wow. Okay. Well, that's obviously made all the difference in the world, changing from one to a zero. Yeah. So great. Thanks. Oh, you're saying I now have only 96 gigabytes of space when I had almost 320 before? Oh, no, I'm fine with that. That's why I keep things on external drives. I don't want to be taking up all the space on my my main drive. So Uh, yeah, that that was, that was, that was uh, my tip and just be, uh, be on the lookout for it when you're using carbon. Well, before we get off this topic, uh, do you use any external services to back your stuff up? Yes, I use um, I use Backblaze. Box. I use Backblaze. I use um, iCloud, of course. Right. Um, I had don't, don't, I haven't delved into Backblaze as of yet. I was using Carbonite. Uh, I stopped. That was a little pricey. Uh, but well, it's are, like a hundred bucks a year. Yeah. So, but that I, also I, backs up like seven and a half terabytes of data. Right. For me, so, I mean, <laughs> that's a lot. a lot. It is a lot. So. I mean, I used I didn't used to use Crash Plan until they they got off the consumer plan. So, uh, right. Uh, but no, those are probably what I do right now is just using Box, Dropbox. Uh, those are probably a couple of the most of the places where I. I mean, I don't have a ton of data that I have to back up, like photos and stuff, or iCloud. Yeah. So. It, uh, Adam says that computers are less complicated now, so Apple yeah. just takes care of us. They, they do. 
They do. They do. Uh, you have a pick I see here too. I do. I do. Um, I've, I, I, there, there are so oh, many apps out there. Softerito. I do. I, do. <laughs> I, I do. There's so many apps out there that, that download copies of YouTube videos. You know, you can go to the website. They do it and it's crap. They use ads. Yep. They all suck. But this is the one I just found that is absolutely awesome. And I don't know if you've used this before. Um, it's called uh, Softerino's YouTube Converter 2. And on the fly, it downloads the video locally onto your machine. Like, boom, it's there. You have it for a local copy. Most of the time that comes in handy when you're, when you, you're doing a presentation and you don't want to depend on the internet. You want to just right. do a presentation locally and I want to have a local copy of it and it's impossible to do. So you just go in there and it actually, it actually downloads the video very simply. You can, you can tell it what type of resolution you want on the fly, just clicking it. You can do audios. You can actually do ringtones too on this thing. Nice. Um, it, it'll download it to your Mac, to your iPhone, to your iPod if you want, and then to, and write to iTunes if you feel as well. And a lot of times I've done that for audio. If I want to just have an audio version of, of a video or if it's a music video that they show, I can just rip it and put it in and make an audio version of it. But there's like 65 different services, including Vimeo and SoundCloud works. But if you click the more button, there's like 65 other different services on here. Some of them I never even heard of before. Uh, Jezebel.com, Deadspin.com. Build, yeah, build. some some of those may have some wonky. some content of of questionable content. Yes. Yeah, I, so I mean, but I mean, I'll, if, if it has a video, in most cases, like even the news sites, CNN, CBS, all those, it'll it'll it should work. And uh, it's only nineteen ninety five, dirt cheap. Yeah, uh, highly recommend it. I think it's a great app uh, for your Mac. Um, it even works on Windows, surprisingly enough. Uh, but there was folks, there was something else that that they made. I don't remember what it was, but it was uh, kind of Walter. It, yeah, that was it. That was it. Every Gaz and I would would talk about that, and at the end of it, it'd be like Softer Reno. And that, for some reason, just the yeah. name of the company just kind of yeah. cracked it, me up. It, it is kind of funny, but they're they're a great company. I mean, they are. They are. Very, I, I, very, I think we had the CEO. I think we had the CEO one. Did you? Okay. One long, long time ago. Um, yeah, good, great product. We got a link in the show notes how to get to. Yep, it. there will be there and, will uh, be a link. Excellent, and then that's my pick. And there's no new iTunes reviews. For this show, Dave. Oh no! That's I'm that sad. makes me. It makes me so so sad. I am sad. But it's okay now. If if you do an iTunes review for the MyMac.com podcast, I'll I'll send you something wonderful. It's it's called a Woody. Do you know what a Woody is, Dave? It is a certificate of just acknowledgement. It's it's a it's a big W big O big O big T little I little E that <laughs> I'll send you. All you have to do is just send me an email. I can't keep that up. All you have to send me an email after you do an iTunes review, and I will send you a Woody. As a matter of fact, uh, have I sent you a Woody before, Dave? You have. This this is what? my third time on your show here. So I sent you a Woody for being on the show before. Yes, you did. Okay, well, what you need to do is find that file and just reprint it. And that'll be, that'll All be right. another, another Woody because they, they haven't changed in like 10 years. They, they've it's remained good for me. Pretty yeah. much the I'm, same. I'm, I've been a printed minister pro at this now. At this point. <laughs> just have to remember your, remember the breaks. I have to remember. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 So we are, uh, we're on Facebook feedback. We are still up to 200 people that lick us. Uh, we only have 196 follows, so four people apparently are only there for the abuse. Uh, I we do have some <laughs> Patreon and and coffee supporters. Uh, pa- Patreon supporters: Chris, Nick, Bob, Troy. Thank you so very very much. And over there on the uh, the the coffee, that's ko fi dot com. Uh, in both the services, if you just look up Mac Parrot, you'll find me there. Uh, we have Frank, Warren, Troy, Bob, and Yvonne. And if you want to do just like a one time. You know, hey, we thought this show was really great. Uh, you can do that through coffee. It's so, so very, very easy. And all the money goes back into uh, helping to pay for all the crazy stuff that I do, not just with uh, MyMac.com, which Tim Tim basically pays. He, you know, he's the one that's actually paying for the bandwidth, and he's the one that uploads uploads the audio and all the rest of that. Uh, but for all the other stuff I do, Guys Daily Drive and the Mac to the Future uh, live cast, that's all, that's all on me and all the stuff that I do that's related to that. Um, if you'd like to contact Mr. Mr. Gaz, I don't have his, his music. Uh, you can reach him. Actually, I need you to, to read Gaz's contact stuff. Sure. I'd be happy to. I, 
Uh, Gaz is, is reachable at Gaz at mymac.com. And, and how do you how do you spell Gaz? G A Z. Cars. Zebra. Go ahead. Gaz. And then uh, on the Twitters, he's on uh, Gazmaz. And on the Twitters with you, he's Guy and Gaz. Mm-hmm. Cars, and cars, cars, cars. Cars, cars. And then cars, if cars. you want to send feedback to, 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 to the show, feedback at mymac.com. And you also have your Skype numbers. Skype we is do. at 703-436-9501. That's right. And uh, how can people get a hold of you, Dave? Again, you can reach me at uh, uh, in touch with iOS. Excellent. InTouchWithIOS.com. <laughs> and you also mentioned my uh, my off the charts horseracing.com, another podcast I do, which is not technology, but horse racing. It's fun. And I'm on the Twitters at Dave G65. And you do you do in touch with iOS with uh, Melissa Davis, the Mac Melissa Mommy. Davis, yes. Yeah, she's on uh, with uh, the, the geekiest show ever, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. I, I, I love Melissa. We were talking about her the other night. She is so we great. Yes, <laughs> she's she wonderful. Is. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of me and say, guy, you are just a blithering idiot for whatever reason <laughs> that you think I'm a blithering idiot, you would send that to guy at mymac.com. You can also say I'm a blithering idiot over there on uh, Twitter. Join, there, there is actually, there is a huge club of people on Twitter that say guy is a blithering idiot on nice. a regular basis. And it's so easy. Just go to, just look up Mac parrot and that will be me. Uh, and uh, I guess at this point, I would like to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who downloads and listens. That's the important bit. Downloads and listens. And, and in this case, watches the MyMac.com podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated, all of you who do so. I, I really, really thank you for doing so. And you know, Dave, I think that... uh that you and I here this week, that we're good enough. Yes. And that um, mostly on the Chicago end, we're smart enough. And that, doggone it, people like us. They do? Yeah. And now, if you could read that, uh, that sentence that's right underneath there. Where would that sentence Right be? under where it says silly language. You want me to read that? Yes, please. Uh, I'll try. <laughs> Obatensto os dentes performados e cubitos na oficina do dentista. I see what it is. E tan divertito como Paris. Yes. In other words, getting my teeth drilled and filled at the dentist office is about as much fun as it sounds. <laughs> and then there's just one more thing you've got to read right underneath that. The Titanic hit a Galassian. No, it's underneath that. It is? Next End. page. Yeah. End. Okay. But you got to say it with, with authority. With macho. End. Muy macho. End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, the Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. John wants to know if there's an electronic pregnancy test with Bluetooth. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, there's not. And uh, until, oh, this could go in so many different bad, bad directions. Until, <laughs> until, until women get a USB port. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going anywhere beyond that right there. Move on. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on from there. Yeah. <laughs> See this this is why I so very very carefully edit the after show comments <laughs> that, that that Cass and I talk about because believe it or not, what I just said wasn't nearly as bad as some of the other stuff that I've said, and that really wasn't all that great of a comment. Yeah, you should be listening to good stuff like the MyMac.com podcast instead. That's right. In touch with iOS. Yeah. And um, uh, off the charts horse racing That's stakes, right. stakes picks podcast. Off the charts. We had, uh, we had a big winner yesterday too. Oh, really? 
Yeah, the tenth race at Kentucky Downs, we he he picked the trifecta cold. He had first, second, third. Nice. Yeah. What would what would that have been worth at uh, five bucks? Six hundred bucks for two dollars. Nice. Yep. So that's almost uh, that's almost nineteen ninety eight Apple stock territory. It could have been. Yeah. No, not really. Couple, you know, how many times it has has Apple stock split since then? Since 98, yeah, I think uh, twice at two for one and once for seven at one. Yeah. At least three or four times. So if I you just, had just had some dividends, uh, I just yeah. took my 401k the other day. I had some more. Well, if you had 10 shares of Apple stock that you bought in 1998, that would oh. be 20, 40, 280 shares. And you would, million. if you bought 10 shares, you would have 280 shares right now yep. at, uh, what is it up to now? It's up to almost. Two, 223 or 223 223 yep yeah so for essentially about $130 investment you would have what is 220 times 280 a lot it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot of money it's a lot of money ah, i blew it crap damn it i was looking at the wrong screen <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, I still see the, the MyMag podcast logo. It's like, if I'd actually looked at the live shot, we would have already been on there. 